Hi guys, welcome to our three cents. Uh, today we're gonna be talking about boundaries in relationships and how soon is too soon. Um, but yeah, but firstly, just as an icebreaker question, um, oh, what are boundaries to you guys, and why do you think they're necessary in um relationships? Um, what are boundaries? Boundaries is exactly what the word means. It's something that you're not supposed to cross. A boundary, you don't cross the boundary. Why it's there? Because when you cross the boundary, problems occur. That's why they're important in relationships because everybody has boundaries and it's it's especially important to establish them to establish them in relationships because it's someone you're probably gonna be stuck with for if not your whole life, like probably a long time now. We're talking about long term serious relationships. And if you don't respect and establish those boundaries, there's just gonna be a whole lot of issues you're gonna have to deal with and that's not fun. No bueno. Megan? Pretty much what every what Ashley said though. <laughs> Um. Uh, it's just a line like people put lines that you can't really cross because if you do then that's just disrespecting someone I guess like, it's good to have boundaries so that uh, you know my English is down to drain hold on <laughs> so that you know what is still okay and what is like too much you know and then you know kind of where to gauge from there which is good, so you don't just like go over too much. But yeah. Okay. Um, I just want to like create like a separation um between the types of boundaries, and I think I think obviously the first thing that comes to mind when you're like thinking of boundaries is mostly physical boundaries. Um, but you know that in relationships there are also um emotional ones, and so do you guys think that like uh between physical and emotional boundaries, do you think there is a kind of boundary that's more important and at least to you should, uh, it's more important that it, that it isn't crossed and like why? Wait, you mean like uh, physical versus emotional yeah. boundary? Yeah. Ah, okay. I think both are very much have to be respected. I don't think one is more important than the other. Physical boundaries are very important if you cross that. I'm pretty sure that's assault. That is... Not mm-hmm. no, that's yeah. terrible, and also illegal. Emotional boundaries, however, are not like a legal matter. It's not. It's very black and white, but it's just as important as respecting physical boundaries. Because yeah, because if you cross that boundary, you're kind of an asshole, uh. You know, you wanna mess up with someone's like emotional boundaries. Come on, man. Mm. I think, I think physical boundaries are more black and white. So it's like very, ob- yeah. it's very obvious when you like cross one, but yeah. I think emotional boundaries are very much more personal. I wouldn't say it's any less important or any more important than physical boundaries, but like, I think it's, it's harder to tell when you do cross one. And, um, I think that's, I think that's why like communication in a relationship is very important. Like even in friendships, you know, because emotional boundaries are, um, I'd, I'd say as important. Yeah, exactly. Um, and while speaking of friendships, um, do you guys think that there's a difference, um, at least for you, in the boundaries you set for your relationships and your friendships? Uh, I don't think it's different. But like, okay, difference, I would say, because you can, 
oh, this sounds wrong, but like you can get more physical with a romantic partner if you want to. But other than that, I don't think it's there's a big difference in the boundaries set for friendships or relationships. I think there is a difference for boundaries I said like uh and it also differs from friendship to friendship depending on the relationship the person just the dynamics of our relationship in general. Um, physical boundaries definitely less boundaries in a romantic relationship than in a physical one because as um at least Megan knows that I'm very sensitive about physical contact with friends. <laughs> I don't know why it sometimes repulses me, but anyway, it's like a lot less though, when it comes to romantic relationships for. Emotional boundaries, um, yeah, it would depend on how close I am to the person. For like my really close friends and for a relationship, I feel like it's almost no difference. But for, I guess, it, it differs from person to person because I have very different dynamics with different people. So it, it changes based on that. It's not too severe, but like there are differences. Uh. So it depends on the person. Uh. Yeah. Uh-huh, okay. Yeah, I think I agree with Ashley um, for me. I think in terms of emotional boundaries, the lines are a little blurred because um, I think I personally, I, I wouldn't say I get comfortable with people very easily, but it isn't exactly hard either. Lah. So, But yeah, again, it's very dependent on like exactly who it is. Whereas for physical boundaries, it's very obvious. If you're a friend, there's just these amount of things that, you know, um, at least in terms of physical touch and stuff like that, that I would be comfortable with. And in a romantic relationship, that's just different, a different set of rules, I guess. But I want to talk about the physical boundaries in romantic relationships. I think, I mean, we we were talking about how, you know, um, our boundaries may be slightly less for romantic relationships and things like that. But I think those boundaries would also tend to progress together with our relationships. So, I mean, at least some of them. So I don't know. Um, are you guys able to name some changes that you think that, you know, the, some boundaries that will eventually break down as your relationship progresses? And how long do you think is necessary for those boundaries to like break down? Oh my God. Wait, do you mean like, you know, women for that sex ed thing and they're like, at this stage of your relationship, you guys can like hold hands and then kiss and then hug and then yes. something. Yes. <laughs> I, I must say that that was that was that was stupid because I mean okay to in, in a serious context everyone has their own pace lah right and so yeah. um I don't think it's fair to like tell people hey in one or two years you're gonna start holding hands hey and in another two more years anytime before that you're going to hell uh huh oh. that's right oh <laughs> yeah I don't I don't think yeah I don't think that's it's as easy as that but I don't uh-huh. know what I think. Literally, the episode. I mean, the, the 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 question of the episode. How soon is too soon for you guys? Uh, mm-hmm. you guys want to go first? Personally, for my own relationship, I don't. I wouldn't rush into things like um. I in nature. <laughs> um. But like honestly, I have no sh- I I have absolutely no disrespect to anyone who does. Like if you fuck on the first date, that's fine by me. Go ahead, that's fine. It's just that I feel like there are more emotional implications for me when it comes to these things, personal of past experiences. So I when when they're so eager to like 
get into that kind of thing in the first few like first few months long. Oh. Do you know months? Cause I I I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> it like kind of brings up the whole thought of like, oh, are you just here for that? Rather than here for the relationship, so it's not really a matter of like you know the morality issue. It's more like a it's more like a is this all I'm here for kind of situation. So I feel like there's no set time period for me. It's I think you can just kind of tell when it's okay and when it's not. Because I don't see virginity as a big deal. I don't think it defines you as a person. Not if you're like a virgin, it doesn't make you any less of a person. If you have like a 6,000 body count, it also doesn't make you less of a person. I'm just concerned if you have any STDs. Um, STDs. Um, Not good. Not good. Not good. What? And let your partner know. Anyways, I digress. Um, Things like like holding hands and hugging, I feel like that one's very simple. If you do it on the first date, that's fine. Like kissing, forehead, it's really no big deal. I personally don't really have a time period of when these are okay, but I don't mind rushing into these things. Uh, okay, as much as I'm a very... I like physical touch a lot. I like hugging people, like like holding hands and stuff. But when it comes to... Kissing, and and then like sex itself, I realized that I'm like really scared, but like not not like I I have a fear of it. Like that's not what I mean. But it's like I have to trust you. Like I have to completely trust you before you can do that to me. Yeah. So it's like it's there's no time period for it as. And it's very hard to kind of describe what I'm trying to say, but I have to, like, deep down, I have to trust you before you can, like, screw me or, like, kiss me, that kind of stuff. So that, so it's, like, it's, like, holding hands and, like, hugging is fine. And then there's this, like, big-ass gap before you can, like, kiss me or, like, fuck me, you know? So you'd say, like, it's very much dependent on how much you trust the person as well. Uh. Yeah, and because I can't like, I can't like screw you on the first date. That is just yeah. me. I'm not saying like it's mm-hmm. it's bad. I'm just saying I am personally uncomfortable with that. Okay, no shame. Uh. Legit, no shame. It's just I mm-hmm. am very scared. Yeah, in that sense. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think, I think for me, I'm like, I don't know, some might consider me very conservative, but well, definitely no sex on the first date. That's for sure. Um, no, again, no shade to anyone who does that. Like you do, you. But I think, like Ashley said, it, at least to me, it feels like there's a lot of physical implications. I mean, emotional implications when when you when you do something like that. Like you know, looking at um, like ev- everything. You know, holding hands, kissing, hugging, sex. Um, everything. It's all. And, like, yeah. And yes. Sex. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. The yes. Whole yes. The whole yes. Bother going into. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Um. All of that. Like, I think it means more than just physically engaging in the activity. You know, like it yeah. actually, it actually changes. Not. I wouldn't say change, but I, I would say it definitely has an effect on, 
at least your your emotional state and the amount of trust and you know the things you feel for that person it changes the experience of these things that you engage in with them and so i think it's very important to be in like the right state and in the right yeah in the right stage of your relationship before you consider anything like that and but yeah i don't think there's any like specific time frame it's not like in three months you're gonna have sex no no none of that but but <laughs> but um yeah i think emotionally ready yes exactly um it's really i think at least for me it's really all about the all about the emotions um Mm. of course and i also i also see you know these kind of things as much more than um much much more than just doing it like you know um it's like kind of a symbol of how serious the relationship is to me so i i just don't feel like something that should be taken like the yeah understandable I think the only time when I would rush into these things is that it feels like a no strings attached kind of situation yeah for disclaimer I've never had and don't plan on having anytime soon Mm. it's just like when it comes to long term relationships I feel like at least for me and the experiences I've had it's not exactly the greatest to start on this kind of foot yeah after that like it's always the worry whether your relationship is just going to be centered around... Yeah, I think the question is, that. what do you want your relationship to be built around? Yeah. Right? Mm, like, there's yeah. people who can do it, like they have the healthy balance, uh-huh. but that's between two very healthy individuals. Exactly. And it's very unlikely with the, with the... I don't know, with the people I meet, like I could never. That's right. Perhaps, perhaps that's also because... I mean, that's also perhaps why, you know, from the last episode, we, we did share that we don't usually do or try um, online dating and stuff. Because, like, I think it's just that. It's like, yeah, the question is just what, what do you want your relationship to be built upon, right? And I'm, I'm just not comfortable with that personally. But, I mean, if it works for you, it works for you. It's just not my kind of thing. Okay, uh, we can move on to the next question. Do you think that, like, after talking about all of these, are there some that you can name that, like, you will never, like, shed, even with, a significant other. Wait, like an example, please. An example. Wait, let me think. I, you I don't okay, even know. You can start. Do you have any? Uh, okay, well, I, I personally don't have any. Well, at least I try not to have any. La. In an ideal situation, I definitely won't have any boundaries. Eventually, at least, with my, um, with my partner. But I think some people, it, 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 perhaps it works for some people to maybe, let's say, I don't know, just as an example, maybe. And uh, I don't know, it might be a sign of an unhealthy relationship. Um, but if it works, it works, right? Um, maybe some people are just generally uncomfortable using the toilet in front of each other. It's like certain things you just never, ever do. Yes, that yes, that's right, that's right, that's right. Are we yeah. going to completely exclude anything that's non-consensual, like anything considered like sexual assault? And also, you know how when you set boundaries, like what they can oh. and cannot do? So yes. anything that's considered cheating. So yeah, I think... Those aren't even boundaries anymore. That's just yeah. like... That's just what it's... Common sense. Yeah, that's just common basic, decency. Yeah, because common, you know how, no, yeah. set, you know how people, set, people set boundaries for their significant others? Like, oh, you can't talk to other girls. Mm. I would say that's a big uh, boundary. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good yeah. example. I don't have that kind of boundary, but I have mm-hmm. a boundary where you can't go make out with someone else. But I'm assuming cause that's because it's cheating. Yeah, that's yeah, cheating. Yeah, that's right? cheating. Yeah, that doesn't okay, count, okay. no. Mm-hmm. Okay, good, good. Let's, mm-hmm. let's move on from here then. Yeah. Okay, but I'm still a bit confused. I'm going to ask as Ashley like, thinks about it. 
So does it mean like you have this boundary, but then you go into a relationship and but you still have it? Is that is that the question? That's right. It's like imagine imagine these guys married for forty years and forty years later they are still like this, this still is really this. Yes. Ah, yes. so it's like yeah. even if you are in a relationship, that boundary yeah. doesn't like go mm-hmm. away. Okay, okay. And okay, no matter okay. how long the relationship lasts, the boundary is still there. So ah. adamant on. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, wait, wait, wait. We need to set some ground rules. Okay, what is considered as like common decency? Let's do that. Cheating is one of them. Uh-huh. Gaslighting is okay. another, okay? Yes, <laughs> I, I agree. So it's one that like typically people might not have. Mm. Okay, like, yeah. Like, not, there are people like out there without of, that boundary. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, like it's okay. okay to not have that boundary as well. Like common decency, don't be a toxic person. Like gaslighting, manipulation, yeah, that's just toxic. So that is like you're supposed to wrong. not do that. Yeah. Exactly. No. I like, don't think I have any boundaries. I'm very, very like very weird, but not like in an Archie. I'm weird. Have you ever like have you ever seen me without this stupid hat? I'm weird. Like not that kind of weird. Like a, I'm not like a quirky kind of weird. I just like I'm open to try or like just experience as many things as you want. Even if it's like you wanna like yeah, jungle. While I take a fat shit, like, <laughs> I would never have it. I'd be confused, but like, go ahead. <laughs> you know, uh, but I feel like the only boundary I can think of is like, uh, when it comes to my personal beliefs, don't try to convince me otherwise. I will hear mm. your opinion out and everything, but if you're gonna try and convert me and stuff, that's like, it's not gonna sit right with me. I'm not gonna like it. Mm. Like it applies to like religion and like everything else I like strongly hope believing. Yeah, I agree. I think insisting like I- insisting on a certain belief or opinion that 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 would put me off. Yeah, that's I think that's a boundary never cost. I mean, sure, try to convince me and try and have a conversation with me about it, and I'll I'll try my best to be open. But if you're just gonna push your way through, then nah. That, that, mm. that would be crossing yeah. a boundary, right? Exactly. Yeah, that yeah. would be crossing a boundary. Um, and okay, yeah, that's so I name one stupid one mm-hmm. and one logical one. Now yes. You can, I can name one stupid one and one logical one. <laughs> Ash, Ash, what if like your partner wants to be a jungle freak? And sit on your lap while you shit? No, but like just a jungle freak. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like one day, right? Like one day, let's just say, let's just say your boyfriend lah, like opens the door and it's like, Ash, I've decided I want to wear pants under a skirt. And I want to go out like that. <laughs> if no one gets the reference, Megan is talking about a previous episode where I said, uh, homeschooled jungle freak wearing jeans under a dress, would you tell them that you would <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably see, try to talk about, I'd talk to him about his decisions and see where that goes. Mm-hmm. It's not really it's like, a boundary. It's more like, yeah. again, visible confusion. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <laughs> wait. So we have to think of a dumb one and like a logical one. Anything yes. I think of a boundary. Well, I've already thought of a dumb one, which is no, I shouldn't say that. Okay, it's not say dumb. It. Uh, say it. No, I was gonna. No, okay, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I thought about a dumb one, which is not being able to shit in front of your partner. But okay, to you know, to be fair, like I said, it it might just be reasonable. So okay, fine. Hey, look, fair. look, look, concede. look. Someone. Someone out there, right, might yes. really want to dress as a jungle freak and their partner's like, fuck yeah. no. You know? Yeah. And, yeah. you know? <laughs> it might not be dumb. Yeah. 
Yeah, I guess so it's yeah, fine. Exactly. <laughs> oh, uh, I think okay. I thought of one like logical one, but it builds okay. off like Ashley's point now. Mm. Like you know when you get into a relationship and it's like it actually lasts until marriage or after marriage, right? Yeah. And then everyone like kind of looks at you as looks at you as like an entity because you're just like two very similar people. Mm. So it's like then people think that oh your beliefs are gonna be the same. And I think that's like a boundary that I won't break because it's like if you have that belief that I don't believe in, that like you're not you can't com- like you can't convince me unless like you can find a middle ground. That's fine, but like like you said like I you cannot just convert me into that belief. Like we cannot go out go like as an as a singular entity believing in the same thing. You know that's just not I, I can't do that. You got. You don't want to end up the same person, lah. No, because you like you can't represent me, and I can't represent you. We are together, and like we love each other and all, but that doesn't mean that we have to be the same person. You feel? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I was gonna mention that also. Actually, like I think one of my biggest boundaries is that if you don't let me be my own person, hmm. when you come into that space and want to change me in any kind of way. Whether it's the way I like appear, personal mm. like personal, physical yeah. exterior ex- appearance, or like my thought processes and everything, if you want to change that and don't let me be the only person, that's like causing a huge boundary for me. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's a boundary more like a just don't do that in relationships. <laughs> no, I yeah. think that's a boundary because there are a lot of couples out there who who are like okay, you know, we're together and like we have to think the same because you know we. young. <laughs> no. Like, like there are people out there who think that, like, oh, because we're together and we love each other, because it's always like because we love each other, we have to have the same beliefs, which is not true. You know, you're still your own person. Colin? Yeah, I think. I don't know. I think you guys have brought out all the examples really well, but yeah, to me, it's about individuality. So, like, be, like, like being your own person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe to add one more, I think in terms of like cheating or at least potential for cheating i think one thing i'd like maybe not so much a boundary but more like a rule would be if you're going to be hanging out with someone who's not like a colleague or for like a work or school related reason and they're like opposite sex i'd like my partner to tell me like just as a ground mm. yeah just let me know you know like i i i don't i don't i i'm fine with it it's cool it's just don't just run away and then like come back home and tell me, hey, I just hung out with this guy for like the whole day. We had a lot of fun. We went to this place and that place and this place and that place. Ha ha ha. It was great. You know, like, no, I wouldn't, I don't think, I, I don't think I'd have that. So yeah, I think, oh, I'm supposed to be the one asking questions, right? Oops. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> anyways. Um, okay. Anyway, so I think, I think we've made clear like some, some boundaries that, you know, we feel are very important things that we won't sacrifice. And well, it um, wasn't very clear, but yeah, go on. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, I I want to like move the conversation to um, like more emotional boundaries, other than just like you know kissing, touching, and sex and stuff like that. Um, sex. That's right. Yes. <laughs> um, what? I don't know. Could you could you guys name a few like emotional boundaries that? that you guys think are like very, very, very important to you? It could be most important if you could only name a few. 
I can because I was talking to Ash about it when we were in like uh high you know Feifan or like in the train. Uh, when you are friends with the people who hurt me, like after I tell you everything like this person has done to me, and you still go on and say, but that but but they're not a bad person to me, or you just friends with them even though they've hurt me, a bit a bit pain. Like, why? Why you do this to me? Like, I don't... Like, I'm not saying, like, be on my side, but it's like, I told you everything. Like, why do you still think that you should still be friends with this person? You feel? Yeah. That's one of it. I think, uh, for me, it's... Because I don't really open up about my feelings quite often, right? So, it's very important to me that if I open up my... Open up about my feelings, you don't, like, invalidate them. Or you don't, like, brush it aside. Or you don't make it about yourself. Because it takes me a lot of mental energy and courage to even come up in the first place and talk about it. So when you invalidate it, it's, it's, um, it's just, it's just really upsetting. Like, I would like to be able to, because it's, when it comes to the point when I can open up about it, that means I really thought about it. And I'd like to be able to feel what I want to feel and feel what I am feeling. So when you just brush it aside to me, it's like not letting me, it's kind of like not letting me be my own person. So it kind of like correlates with the whole, that part of my, the boundaries that I was talking about just now. Uh, but yeah, basically just respecting my emotions and like when I open up to you about them, like it's important to me that you respect them. And you don't try to overstep them and tell me how I'm feeling. Because I know what I'm feeling, you don't need to like try to tell me otherwise. This gaslighting. <laughs> Manipulation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, it doesn't matter if you don't know what to say. You don't need to give me advice or anything. You just don't try to convince me otherwise because I know what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When someone dismisses the way you, yeah. you feel about something, lah. okay, that's fair. But okay, fine. Then on that note, right? Um, do you guys think that? You guys think that there are pe- there are people who rant and expect advice, and there are people who rant and just expect the there there it's okay yeah. things will be better soon yeah like, yeah uh huh um, people have different they want different responses to um, yeah rants this is a bit of a tangent but basically when everyone yeah. rants to you it's completely okay to ask them like so do you want advice or do you want me to just listen to you or do you want mm-hmm. comfort like it's very very simple question to ask and it really helps the whole process because if you give yeah. them something they don't want it's just going to make it worse mm. yeah but the uh, one thing that you shouldn't do is say like if someone says like oh I'm sad don't fucking say don't be sad or like if someone tells you oh I'm stressed don't fucking say just don't be stressed like that's the most insensitive thing that you can say to someone. Like, oh, really? That's so easy. Like, I never thought about that. Like, screw you, man. Uh, Sorry, I have people in my life who does who I, say I don't that. Know if you're what? Me out for the times I've gone. No, don't be sad. You're so sexy. No, <laughs> no, like, 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 if you're doing it satir- satire, satirically. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing it wrong, but like. Like, that's fine. But, like, people who are, like, genuinely, like, telling you, Aya, don't be sad, lah. Aya, just don't be stressed, lah. I'm like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you say that, you you actually mean that. Yeah, like, if you tell me... 
like if you say don't be sad baby girl <laughs> you're so sexy like that's fine like I know you're just joking you're trying to like make me laugh and stuff but oh my god I hate it I hate it when people actually mean it and I'm like oh boundaries? my god is that a boundary? I don't think that's a boundary no nah, I don't think it's a boundary I oh think that's god. just how you console someone but yeah, that's okay that's fine attention, but like, it's okay eh. it's cool yeah yeah I'm just saying I'm just saying it's insensitive because if you say that and then like leave then screw you, you like, like it's, it's okay it's okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah like if you say that and you're like still there for me to like hear me out and stuff yeah that's fine but like if you say that you mean it and just like leave like after you say don't be sad I'm like wow easy way out right? ah. yeah. yeah it's like an easy way out and it's like you don't try to be there for me at all wait can I circle back to the house when it's too soon yes yes let's circle back to the house when it's too so, soon I think I made this I was the one who came out with this topic like when we first did the planning right the yeah. reason why I wanted to talk about this is because the question I had in mind was how soon is too soon one of them being how soon is too soon after breaking up with someone to get into a new relationship ooh good question I feel like I'm legally not allowed to answer this question. (laughs) (laughs) I need to say that I've been lucky to not have broken up before. So I don't know what this process of grieving and recovering entails and like, you know, being ready to move on. So I, I I don't really have like a good idea of like how one needs to just move on from one to another relationship. But I definitely think I definitely think you need to approach like just theoretically speaking, you need to approach this a certain stage where like you are fine and you are okay with like you've come to terms with what has what has taken place beforehand and you don't feel like ashamed or I wouldn't say ashamed necessarily, but like not you don't feel like stigmatized against talking about it to yourself at the very least, you know, acknowledging it. I think I think when you're not when you feel a little more brave about what has happened and you feel a little more steady and okay with what has taken place and you feel like talking about it doesn't really induce any more like emotional trauma. I wouldn't say entirely, but at the very least like make you cry or go crazy or something like that, then like yeah, I think I think that's that's kind of a sign that it's okay to move on. And I think for different people, it takes a different amount of time, uh, especially um, given the different stages of a relationship you can break up in. Um, it, it takes different, a different amounts of time. But, but yeah, I think you just need to reach that like stage of enlightenment of what happened previously before you can really tell yourself that you're ready to move on. Yeah. Megan? I kind of have a different opinion with Collins. It, it's not... It's kind of different, like slightly different. Um, I think it depends on the person because there are some people like way before their breakup, they kind of internalize that this is not going to work before they break up itself. Lah. They kind of internalize that like, yes, this is not going to work. Like, and they're just waiting for, um, they're just waiting for the right time to break it off. And And okay, so... When they when they break out and then they move on to the next person, right? That's in my opinion, that's fine. 
But what is not fine is uh, whether you are moving on to a rebound or are you moving on into an actual relationship? That is what you need to think about. Because I don't, okay, I don't care if you internalize it before the breakup. You internalize it a month before the breakup and then you break up one month later and then you move on. Yeah, you're, you're going to shit on lah because like, nobody knows the true story behind it. But that's not the point. The point is, is that are you, are you going to make someone a rebound or are you going to actually treat the person like you're in an actual relationship? Because if that's fine for you and you're not treating the person as a rebound, then that's fine. You do you, honey. Like, legit, you do you. And if you need more time to, like, think about what happened and stuff like that, then, yeah, that, that's fine, too. Take as much time as you need to recover and stuff. I don't think grieving has a time period itself. It's more like, are you... What do you want to do? You, like, if you go into a new relationship, like, pretty damn early after your breakup, right? But yes, a lot of people are not going to get it. A lot of people are not, like, going to be okay with that and that's and 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 i know it's gonna take a toll somehow but that's not the point okay you do you and if you want to grieve how long however long you want to grieve that's fine but if you want to get into a new relationship like the day after your breakup that's fine as long as you again are not taking someone else as a rebound or have not internalized everything that has happened then you do whatever you want to do, man. That's my opinion. I share the same sentiment as Megan, because, like, apart from that personal experience, uh, the person getting most affected when you move on to the is the next person you're getting into a relationship with. Because if you're going to rush into anything, right, and you suddenly decide it's not what you want anymore, the person that's going to get hurt the most is the person you're dating next, not you. And... Those consequences, I believe, are arguably a lot worse. Like, screw everyone else's opinions. You want to get in the relationship. If you're very, very sure that's what you want. If you're, like, 100% sure this is what you want. And you're going to go for it because, you know, like, you've already thought it all completely true. Go for it. Because you know your, yourself the best. But, um, if you're going to just go there because you're lonely, or it's because you're, you're, you're only going to move on and jump to the next person because you're lonely, or... Because you miss being in a relationship or you just want to be in a relationship, then don't that then how soon is too soon? Until you're not in that mindset anymore. Then it's still too soon. Mm-hmm. If you're still yeah. if you still have that mindset, you still have the mindset of like, oh, you know, I just wanna feel something, I wanna feel the void in me, I wanna I just wanna have a relationship for the sake of relationship. Having a relationship I just want to have a relationship for the sake of having a relationship because I'm lonely and it's too soon. You're not ready for the next relationship. Yeah. I have a question for that though. How, I mean, I'm sure that there'll be some people who wouldn't realize that they're not in the right state to get into another one. So how would you be able to tell? I feel like it's a lot of self-awareness. That it uh, depends on person to person. Like for me, I would like to say I'm quite self-aware. So for me, I'll just, I really don't know whether or not, like, I really want this or not, you'll think about it. Because, like, the only, there's no, like, foolproof way of presenting this and happening, like, foolproof way of knowing whether it's the right time to jump into it. But, basically, just don't rush into it until you're 100% sure. And once you've come to the decision, don't act upon it straight away. Give it a while, because your decision is actually. Yeah. Yeah. 
So like, so say you made the decision already. Wait a month, maybe, and then see if your decision... Why can't I say the word decision? See if your decision <laughs> stays the same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise, I guess. Unless they're like close friends, maybe they know you very well. If you want yeah. to give your opinion... I would say... Yeah, if you, if you like, I mean, you can ask the people you trust lah, whether, you know, like, kind of think out loud, talk about it out loud, so you kind of can register it in your head. And yeah, if everything is fine, then if you want to really do it, then go ahead. You do you, honey. Okay, cool. Is there, is there anything else you wanted to ask, actually? How soon is too soon when it comes to having a kid and getting married? Ah, I was about to ask that. Okay. Ah, yes. Okay. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. What do you guys think? Wait, getting married and then having kids? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, Ash, you want to go first or something? Um, okay, marriage. How soon is too soon? Um, so as long as you haven't discussed your views on things, your financial situations, what would you do if things went south, um, your plans on kids, your plans on housing, your plans on careers. If you haven't discussed all those things, everything that will affect you in the future, don't get married. If you haven't, let's say you have, both of you have good relationship with your parents. Like if you haven't talked to your parents about it, don't get married because it just gets really messy. I'm not saying that you have to listen to what your parents say. I'm just saying that like, if, let's say one of the parents are not okay, it's going to be super messy, lah, you know, like, don't don't do it yet lah. Figure something out then and you get married. Don't get married then deal with it. Deal with it first. All these little things, all these how how you want to manage your household, like how would you raise your kids? You know, just all these kind of things. Like how much would you spend on education for your kids? Like if you're really planning on starting a family, all these things are things that should be discussed. And I'm not saying sit them down one day and go through this whole list of questions and answer them like it's an interview. That's not it. I'm just saying. These are things that should come up over the course of your relationship. And if you haven't gotten to that point where you can discuss all of these things, then you get married. Yeah. Because it's a very common thing where people get married without discussing these little things. And then all these little habits come out and it just drives the other person insane. And that's how divorce happens and that's how your kids end up playing League of Legends. I'm kidding. But... <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> Boy... <laughs> Anyways, uh, for kids, it's always too soon to have kids if you're not financially stable. I don't care. Don't have kids if you're not financially stable. Mm. I know everyone deserves the rights to have kids. And unfortunately, not everyone can be financially stable enough to have kids. But don't just have them because you want to have kids. Think of the consequences of raising your kid in like a non-financially stable household. It's not fun. That is another being, you know. Like, you can't just let them go through a life that they can't live comfortably just for the sake of you wanting a kid. So it's not fair to the child, no matter how much you want a child. I know everyone deserves the right to know what it's like to have a family, if they want. I know some people don't want family, but for the people who want families, right? I know a lot. everyone deserves that right, but not everyone is privileged enough to have that experience. Where when you have that choice to choose, if you're not financially ready for it, I don't think you should go for it. Whatever your definition of financially stable is. You don't have to be rich. Mm. You just need to be financially stable enough to raise the child. Uh, in my opinion, I think that um, getting you need to know, like both of you need to know what your reason is to get married. 
because there are some people out there who have been in a relationship for like 20 years, 30 years and just decide not to get married for whatever reason. Like if your reason to get married is because it's a traditional way of two people reuniting, reuniting blood or like celebrating your love and stuff like that. Like actually think why you want to get married. Okay. Don't just get married for the big event. Like if I had money, I would do it because I like big events, but that's not the point. Okay. The point is like, if you want to get married young and you have reasons to go ahead, if you want to get married like 20 years down the road, 30 years down the road, 50 years down the road, whatever, do you do you. Just know what you're doing. Don't just get married for the looks of it. You feel? And then having kids, completely what Ashley said. If you cannot, okay, you cannot have a kid because you want to live through that kid. You cannot have a kid and expect them to grow up the way you want them to grow up because they are another human being that will have different thoughts and will have different beliefs. And you as a parent who decided to bring them into the world has to be able to be okay with that. And, you know, if you're not, then don't have a kid. If you're not ready to accept your kid the way that they're going to grow up into, don't have a kid. But if you're ready and, you know, financially stable in your own terms, then go ahead, have a kid. I don't care. (laughs) You do you. Just don't, just think about their future and what they, I don't know, are able to achieve. And if you aren't happy with that, don't have a kid. Yeah, basically that. Is it my turn? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, marriage. I feel like for marriage, uh, compared to having kids, right? It's a much simpler question. But no, it is not simple at all. I think, like Ashley said, those conversations and those questions need to be asked first. Because things may not always align. Setting out expectations and um, making clear... Because I mean, I know, I know, like divorce is you know more of a becoming more of a thing now, and and more and more pe- people are getting divorced, um, you know, every year. Like, I guess, like I said, to a certain extent, you have to remember that this 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 commitment you're making is besides from a divorce is more or less for life, you know, and so to a certain extent, life just needs to align. You know, you guys need to have the same goals. You guys need to have generally the same more or less the same kind of opinions on like you know children family finance finances um you just Logistics. you know yeah yeah things things like that <laughs> I'm, I'm, unfortunately you have to start naming all the departments logistics oh no <laughs> execution I'm on uh, the wall. yeah but no i mean like seriously Unfortunately, as much as, you know, some may not like it, you just can't run away from those kind of things. Logic doesn't cease to exist because of your emotions. So, you know, be real about it and um, really think it through first before you commit to something like that. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a commitment, okay? And I can't stress that enough because it feels like nowadays, commitment isn't really much of a thing anymore. And that's kind of sad because a commitment to, like, you know, between, between people's... It's supposed to be a very sacred thing. And so I think, yeah, I think marriage is one of those things. And um, 
it's 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 always it's always good to to be entirely 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 sure not just between yourselves but you know just between your lives and um what you guys see yourselves doing um in your lives as well so yeah uh in terms of children though children is all of that and just so much more i feel like yes that's the financially stable thing that ashley was talking about and stuff um i will not go into that anymore uh I think that's I think that's most definitely important. But I think what else is important is you need to realize that for your relationship things are going to change. Things are not going to be the same again. If you're a married couple, things are just things are just going to be different with this one extra life in your household, family, you know. Uh I wouldn't no it doesn't mean that, you know, there'll be more arguments and stuff like that, but you as a couple you need to agree on the way you want to raise your child. You need to agree on a, you know, on on certain world views. And um, you need to think about you need to think about many things because this is a life that you are in a way to again to a certain extent shaping at first, and then after that it becomes a life that you that that let 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 go of I guess and accept. So I think it's important to like set out just like a marriage set out expectations, but on a on a whole other level because these. These conversations that you have now don't just impact you, but they impact this life that you're gonna create together. And you don't want to screw it up. Essentially, you know, this is not you or your partner you're talking about. So yeah, I think it's very important to like be clear on that. Um, yeah, and and like on on that on that note, I think one other important thing that you know to 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 um, be aware of at least and to learn is sacrifice because you're gonna need a lot of that i think when you when you have a child i can't mm-hmm. i can't really speak for it because i obviously i don't have one but 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 mm-hmm. i think it's i think it'll get pretty obvious when 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 you have one and um like i can i can i can see that from my parents as much as an, an angel your child may be or i don't know anything right like sacrifice is always there as a parent you need to sacrifice um so yeah i just need to be prepared for that well, I think we've covered how soon is too soon from um, many different perspectives and many different questions now um, in terms of relationships. So um, with that will probably end the episode here. Um, before that though, is there any last pieces of advice you guys want to give to our fellow listeners? Establish your boundaries. Receiving a establishment of boundaries, respect those boundaries. That's right. I think <clears throat> establishing boundaries may not be easy. If you are, you know, it, it it can be a hard thing to do, um, especially if that that person doesn't really see your end of that, like doesn't see your view on that boundary. But I think it's important for your own dignity and honestly, just just for yourself too. To just say, you know, there's no shame in making known boundaries. Um, there's no shame in just clearly having that conversation and and defining it for the other person. Whether you're in a friendship or a relationship or anything, you know, something that you feel uncomfortable with, something that you you know wish wouldn't happen again or wouldn't just ever happen. I think it's important to just make it known. So it's good. It's healthy. Yeah. Uh huh. It's healthy that way. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Well, with that, we'll probably end the episode now, and okay. um, stay tuned for our next and final episode of the season which is um, 
uh, toxic relationships. Sorry. <laughs> um, yes, so we're going to be talking about that. Okay, bye. Alright, okay, bye. Wait, what did Ash say? <laughs>